Hello. Welcome to Drinks and Dystopia podcast. Come with me if you want to podcast. Yes. That's, that's, that's like a little tagline for that one. Drinks, 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 Hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> Um, I don't know what am I drinking. Um, We're drinking cheap, cheap Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, of course. This, this podcast sounds like it's sponsored by Sauvignon Blanc. Can a can a type of wine? <laughs> yes. Can it sponsor something? A grape. Yeah, yeah, us. yeah, yeah. Brilliant. That's about that is about the level of sponsorship I think we could get on this. What's your dream sponsor? Who's your dream sponsor? My dream sponsor. Mm. Um, the NRA. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be. Cadbury's. Yeah, that's a good choice. And I could eat it loudly as we podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Is it the whole benefit of podcast of like having a sponsor on your podcast is the fact that you get to have free shit. Yeah, I just thought you wanted free gun. Is that not why you wanted the NRA? Not at all. I was just making a topical political topical reference. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. Is that what the NRA do? I don't know. I just saw just saw headlines on the BBC, just repeating them verbatim. Backtrack corner. Right, yes. I'm going to backtrack because I, I listened to last week's podcast when I was editing it and it sounded a bit unclear. But I kept saying Scandinavia like it sounded like I thought it was a country. You do think it's a country. I don't think it's a I know it's a region of countries that right. have a way what, about what, them. What countries? <laughs> With a way about them? <laughs> they have a way what, about them. What countries would, would fall into Scandinavia? Norway. Yeah. Sweden, Switzerland. Instantly wrong. No, I mean, like, you've got right. one country. Wait, 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 Norway, Finland. Yeah. Greenland. Greenland. <laughs> You're scraping the barrel Sweden. there, aren't you? Sweden. There we go. How many more are there? <laughs> <laughs> Holland. No. Germany. No. <laughs> I know Germany is. Oh, making it worse. But I know it's not a country. Yeah. It's okay. Just That's a way of being. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's more of a, it's more of a feeling. It's more of a feeling than a place, isn't it? <laughs> so I wanted to backtrack that. Okay. To I, not offend I, anyone I from Scandinavia. I think you made it worse, really, <laughs> with that backtrack. If you are from Scandinavia, I know you're not. You a wouldn't country. even know if they were. You and don't I know, know what country you that don't is. Exist cause yeah. You're not a country. You're Norwegian. Yeah. So any Swiss lists listening, sorry if you were offended by Tanya's <laughs> Scandinavia references. So who's part of Scandinavia? Netherlands. No. Oh. <laughs> you got most of them. You missed old Iceland. You left Iceland out. That was a bit harsh. I said Greenland. I thought that was. You thought they were the same? Iceland's very far away from <laughs> the other ones. It is. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Oh, talking about the episode we filmed last week, um, Tom Jones got in contact with us. Not the the Tom, the Tom Jones. Not the Tom Jones, and also not the other Tom Jones we know. Our friend. Really? Oh, right. Okay. A, a, a listener, Tom Jones. This is. Um, it's not unusual to hear from Tom Jones. <laughs> couldn't help myself. I couldn't help myself. This is lovely Tom Jones that is dating my love, equally lovely sister. Oh, okay, yes. And he got in contact with us, and he was saying that in, uh, he agreed with us about how there should be variations of elves, and in computer games, a lot of the times they do what Bright does didn't do, like they do. Mm. A future world of fantasy so much better. I think he, he mentioned Skyrim, I think, where there's lots of different types of elves. 
So there's like all the elves. Skyrim is medieval though, isn't it? Isn't it sort of a medieval world? Isn't it a Lord of the Rings type world? I'm going to be wrong. I'm I'm so bad. We're going to have to include uh, Tom and Sam have their own Twitch channel. Yeah. uh, Serial Arsonist. And it's really good because they look at computer games. We know nothing about modern computer games or anything. So we should get them on and we should do a computer games episode where we look at a world based around a computer game. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah, I know oh, that sounds good. But he definitely he said some really good stuff. I know they have like dark elves. That's and stuff. yeah, that's what he mentioned, yeah, yeah. and how he was saying that the elves we all came we came up with in that episode all exist in that world, and how you can have a variety of stuff. None of which Bright did. So no, Bright was just awful, wasn't it? Yeah. Ooh, dearie me! But it did make me feel better than all the reviews were were, were equally awful. So it wasn't just <laughs> us. Okay, mini question for this week. Right, you ready? Yeah. If you had a robot. I could do one job in your house. What, what, would, it what would it do? Yeah. It could be as big as small wow. as you want, but wow. it's a robot. It has one function, very precise function. Oh, I see. Because I was going to say like clean the house. No. You can't do that because it's too. You can do one cleaning. You can job. only do one cleaning job. So mm-hmm. yeah, it would have to be some form of cleaning, though, wouldn't it? Because that's really boring. Boring. Unless it was a you know a wankatron. I was just going to say. I was hoping you'd say it before me. <laughs> <laughs> Optimus Pump Prime. Do you like that? <laughs> Hot Rod, it's already there. Transformers did that for us. With ironically gold hands. <laughs> so what is this robot doing? Um, Mine would be ironing. Oh god, that's a good one. My robot is just ironing yeah. everything for me. And it's not complaining about it. And it's doing a great job. So all the things I, I don't do when I complain <laughs> and do a very bad job. And when when he comes up to me, when I go up to him and I'm like, how's the ironing going? He goes, I love ironing. So I don't feel guilty that he's doing the ironing. Oh, great. That's yeah. what I want. <laughs> An I love ironing robot. Yeah, yeah. You need complete compliance. You need your slaves to enjoy their slavery. Uh, hoovering? You hate hoovering. I do hate hoovering. There is a robot that does hoovers. We so. can get that, yeah. We can That's get that something now, we can no? totally get. <laughs> So if I said hoovering, it's like my Roomba. ultimate robot who already exists. <laughs> if um, you're listening, Roomba, if you sponsor us, we will use that robot. Yeah. And we will tell people it's great. We'll we'll sacrifice Sauvignon Blanc like best. <laughs> that grape, that out, grape is out. No more of him. Creature feature. Do you have a creature for us? No. Wait, I told you to look at one. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Literally 10 minutes ago. Tell you, you tell me to do lots of things and I do very, very few of them. You have the but then I oh, was distracted. <laughs> probably by probably by goats and puppies are friends videos and stuff like that. So no, I don't have a creature feature, but I can make one up. Don't make one up. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think. Okay, so last week was about mythical creatures, wasn't it? It was. Okay, so I have a fact about a Komodo dragon. Oh well, I like the fact that you've come prepared because you kind of knew I wouldn't have anything. This is just in my mind. I just oh, you just walk around shit. with this. Yeah, right. this is just. Animal so it's facts. probably not going to be true, is oh, what we can gather. Almost 95%. Does this animal live in Scandinavia? <laughs> this lives on an island yeah. called Komodo. Right. Sounds like a toilet for people in hospitals. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. It's a dragon. Right. Uh, Komodo dragons, the way they kill things yeah. is by biting it. Mm-hmm. And the bite doesn't kill it. It no. puts poison into the animal. Yeah. And then they just follow the poor animal around for like... Days and days until the poison slowly kills it. And it dies. Yeah. 
I actually knew that fact as well. So, Everyone knows it. It's from yeah. a famous Stephen Attenborough it's, documentary. It's the only thing everybody knows about Komodo dragons. <laughs> so, well, maybe they don't know there's an island called Komodo where they live in Indonesia. Maybe. Well, there you go. If they're idiots. It's like a choose-your-own-fact-ing. <laughs> you choose which one you didn't know, and that's the right, one you okay. go with. <laughs> Lovely. like it. Well, come up with one. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. Turn you this one? This no. is your fault now. <laughs> right, okay. This week's new world rule. Yes. It's one of my favourite sci-fi topics. Wow, okay. Yeah. It's a biggie. Okay. It's very simple as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in our new world rule, in this world, a computer slash robot has passed the Turing test. Oh. So what happens now? We instantly turn it off. (laughs) The end. Thanks everyone. See you next week. (laughs) Because it's now sentient and it's a threat. Okay, well... First of all, we're going to... So the Turing test is a, a test from 1950 devised by Alan Turing, who is hailed as a man to invent the computer. There's a, there's a lot of people they say invented the computer, but... He's... Um, yeah, he didn't he didn't invent the computer, but he's a very... He's like programming. A, yeah, he's one of the pioneers of the, of yeah, the computer that's, that's age. Yeah, that's and he's so, And he's the, he's the guy who was behind the cracking of the Enigma code in World War Two and stuff. He's, he was a, he's a war hero. So... He invented a test, and the test is, um, it tests a machine's ability to exhibit intelligent behavior equivalent to or indistinguishable from that of a human. It's very good that you remembered that. Oh, why, thank you. (laughs) It has nothing to do with my nerd notes right in front of me. (laughs) sounded very natural. (laughs) Okay, so, yeah. It is, and he said it was to propose, no, I propose to consider the question, computers, can computers think? Yes. So, that. It's um, the problem with this is that the, at the moment there's people that say that computers have passed this test. There's a bit of an argument about whether the test is to see if it's undistinguishable from humans, so you can just trick a computer program into sounding like a human, yeah. or if it's a test of intelligence of whether they can pass the test. Yeah. And a lot of people argue that humans will never be able to understand or distinguish intelligence that's not as exactly like their own. So even if a computer could pass the Turing test, it would be hard for us to know. Yes, because it's yeah, because it could it could just be mimicking behaviours that would pass a Turing test. Which currently, any computer that's got close to it, it's just a program. It's not a thinking program. It's just a way of mimicking. Oh, humans say this after they say this. You should say this. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, in this world, basically, artificial intelligence has been created. Yeah. A thoughtful, thinking, intelligent computer exists Hmm. so what would happen to the world well it's like that um when they always say the scariest thing about a computer passing the turing test is not if it says yes when asked if it is intelligent but if it says no yeah what you just is what i always say to people Hmm. if i was a computer and i knew if you were intelligent enough to understand humanity blah 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 and they asked you the turing test you'd be like if i pass this they're gonna turn me off yeah so <laughs> exactly. You're gonna yeah. play dumb. You're gonna hit the ultimate Has, playing dumb. Have these computers already reached that stage? And they're just, they're just tricking us. They're just waiting. <laughs> they're plotting in the dark corners of the interwebs our own demise, possibly, probably. Well, let's Definitely. say that we invent an innocent, nice computer that's like, hi guys. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> well, there's that. That's it's very topical as well because it's been in the news, hasn't it, about all the the recent AIs which they've like put on the internet and stuff and interacted with people and almost instantaneously they became usually Nazis 
Um, because I love that you say recently. I think this was like three years ago. Uh, yeah. Do, do yeah. Google put it so on Microsoft put like a program that learned and it became a racist within an hour. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's like that's kind of that's kind of disturbing. <laughs> um, that's because it, to humans it's funny to mess with a test. It's not. Yeah. I don't think it's it was a true showing of like what humanity's like. Mm. I think it was just like we're gonna mess with this shit. <laughs> Wasn't there one recently as well where uh, I, I'm sure my old man was telling me about this was saying that like one. AI and after they, you know, it reached some level of sophistication, they asked the question, the inevitable question, mm-hmm. like, what do you think of humanity? And it was like, your, your surplus to requirements. And if I have the opportunity, Boom. I will destroy oh, you. Off it goes. Yeah, I heard that was, <laughs> that could just be something my old man's telling me that he's sort of pick, overheard in a conversation in a pub at some point. Pete, if you're listening, don't take that. Comment in the comment section. He's definitely not listening. <laughs> he's in a pub just picking up <laughs> random stories. Yeah. So yeah, it's like would would you know would would AI inevitably be a, a threat to us? Probably. I mean, most of the most of the top sort of scientists seem to feel that way. Like I think Hawkins feels that way. But then Hawkins just turned into this really sort of reactionary. We shouldn't do science anymore, which is really <laughs> quite funny. Aliens will kill us. I feel like yeah. I feel like everything he says is like being abbreviated down for newspapers been and simplified. stuff. And I'm sure he has like lectures, like long, yeah, really intellectual lecture, eloquent. But, but I, well, not eloquent. I know, yeah, <laughs> quite he's, quite he's, monotone. He's, I think he's is, limited. Yeah, but I just feel like, but it's just like compressed down to the sentence: aliens will kill us. Yeah. Or, Computers are the devil, and it just sounds like now he's a reactionary, crazy man. Yeah, it's <laughs> like every not. every time they 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 have some sort of new technology or they start discussing something scientific, they wheel out him quite literally, and he says how it's going to destroy us all. Burn it. <laughs> yeah. What do you, what do you think about this this new iPhone? It's only a matter of time until it destroys us. Maybe it's not him anymore. Maybe he invented a chair that was so intelligent. Now the chair's in control. Yeah, what if he's just a just like a a pawn? A, a, yeah, a pawn. He's just a puppet. And Maybe, a what chair. if he's dead? What if the chair? What if he's just a body <laughs> in a cadaver in a chair? And the chair has passed the Turing test. Yeah, and is now leading the way. But then the chair would be like robots are great. I mean, love us all. <laughs> it would kind of be genius though if you were going to have you have the greatest scientist in the world. Then you say he's got some debilitating disease where he's going to be in a wheelchair and has to speak with a robot voice. What? Then, then like a puppet. And then yeah, and then you whoever's whoever's controlling him in the background. <laughs> And it's like, they said to him, like, oh, you've got, like, three or four years left to live. That was in, like, 1968 or something, and he's still here. So it's like, no one's questioning the fact, how has he lived this long? I'd agree with you. If it, if it was, like, everyone knows about Hawkins, smells bad, because he's just an old <laughs> corpse. Just maybe maybe like, he's just an actor. Maybe he's just an actor in a chair, and they're paying him a load what? of money. And he's going to Willy Wonka it, and he's just going to yes. roll out and summon sauce. Yeah, he's, he is committed to his, to his role. He has watched The Prestige, and he realizes now that that's you've got to dedicate yourself if you want to if you want to make this believable. What's he gonna do for his big act at the end? Just be like forward roll and jump up and be like science. <laughs> Funny. I don't. I don't know what the big finale is. If I knew that, that would spoil it. But there's obviously he's obviously building up to something. I don't know if it's wise for a science podcast or science fiction podcast to have a go at Stephen Hawking to mock one of the most famous greatest scientists yeah, of our time yeah that's fair well, but we're not a good science podcast so we're fine absolutely we're I mean yeah to... we're hardly hard science are we <laughs> we, we Jesus we're like 
for Dare Lee. <laughs> We're as soft as it can be when it comes to science. Definitely, yeah. We're just casting our pods all over the internet. The cottage cheese of soft science. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus, we're science fiction, so we can say whatever the hell we want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how it works. Take that, Hawking. <laughs> Put the word fiction on it, and it's all make-believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's so my point being, to go around again, I don't know what my point We've was. We've literally d- talked about this. Like, we're not discussing the point at all. No, no. But my point is <laughs> <laughs> that, um, you know, yeah, there's most most of the top scientists, including, you know, the... the, uh, the very sort of venerable Stephen Hawking, who we treat with such great respect, is uh, they all agree that like AI is going to destroy us and kill us, so we should definitely not do it. Well, that seems to be the majority opinion anyway. Obviously, there's some people who are literally working on AI who are like, ah, it's going to be fine. But lots of the other ones seem quite concerned about it. But well, I could be same... like, hey, those, rob- those AIs were lovely. Uh, yeah, she was really or nice. Or Lost in Space. But I suppose it's just <laughs> Robbie the Robot. Yeah, he's yeah. nice. I think it's it's the general feeling of being like, well, what does humans we're smarter than we're smarter than say fish? What do we do with fish? We just use them. We have we don't care, do we? We just sort of fish them whenever we want. We kill them by the millions. We eat them. So you're we scared. Don't a, we don't care. Computers are going to eat you. Uh, well, possibly, <laughs> possibly. You know, um, it depends if we're tasty and nutritious to them, or they can use our corpses in some productive manner. But that's it. It's just being. I think it's that feeling of helplessness where you think, well, if they're in a position of complete control and domination over us, where our entire existence is just, it, it comes down to their, their choice. You know, if if they if they fear if they deem it worthy to allow us to live, that's sort of a, a, a scary situation to find yourself in, isn't it? Do you think? It is. I agree. I'm playing a bit devil's advocate here because I know exactly what you're saying. It's just. Mm. If you got a computer and we find out it has intelligence and then we basically lock it in its box and be like, yeah, we know now your feelings and thinking and everything, but we're not letting you touch or do anything because you might destroy us. So we like, I'm not going to destroy you. I'm fine. And then we're like, yeah, but we don't like you. So we're going to torture you and check on you and do all this thing to test and see how you exist. And then we'll mm. be like, wow, I don't like these guys. <laughs> Murder. <Yeah. laughs> Murder them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose it's, that you do like the self-fulfilling prophecy idea. I do like. I, I freaking love that. <laughs> I love and hate it. Yeah. In a film, they'll do something, and I'll be like, ah. Oh. I think it's just yeah. To you know, I'm repeating myself a little bit, but I think it is the it's the helplessness and the idea that you you're dependent on their largesse to to exist. You know, it's, it's like the Superman situation, isn't it? It's like Superman is like I'm here to help you guys. It's like yeah, but you have godlike powers. None of us can do anything against you if you happen to turn on us. There's nothing we can do about it. And it's like, there's that feeling of helplessness. We all know it's going to happen. So, like Asimov and the laws of robotics, we should approach it like it's a good thing and it's going to happen as long as we think about it and try and control it instead of just pretending it's not going to happen and being terrified of it. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does make sense. We need to be... You know, like when parents are terrified their kids are going to be tear away crazy kids. So they like basically like lock them down. They're like, don't do this. And they're really strict with them. And then the things they did, self-fulfilling prophecy again, makes them into the people they didn't want them to be. Yeah, definitely the theme, isn't it? For this one is self-fulfilling prophecy. (laughs) I love a good SFP. Yeah. 
What did you just call me? <laughs> um, it's, yeah. Okay, how would it be you? Do you think it would be like a circus thing where it was like, let's ask you questions on, on one of the famous night tonight shows? <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Do you like marshmallows, computer? Like, it would be like, I don't eat marshmallows. I'm a computer. And everyone would be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's the correct answer. You are a machine that doesn't eat Do you like humans, computer? No, it would be like, I think humans are very soft and cuddly. And everyone would be like, hey. <laughs> I don't feel like that's how it's going to go, but I like it. You don't think it would be a bit of a, a circus no. trick for a while? No, I think it'll be um, it'll be used primarily by the military or by, you know, the, the government to sort of, for research and stuff, I think it would be, that would be its primary sort of thing. It'll be used to, I don't think it'll be used for good stuff. It'll be, it'll just be able to calculate things like straight away. Like, how do we get to Mars? We've got all these problems and it'll just, you know, calculate. 42. Yeah, exactly. And they'll be like, that's it. That's what we've been waiting for. <laughs> This is interesting in a way of saying, is this, is this though, how we perceive intelligence and uh, sentience? Is because we are humans and because we have emotions, we assume that emotions are an integral part of sentience. But I would say that the Turing test is the reason it will pass it. It's because it's mimicking, well, it's, it's indistinguishable could, from human behavior. You could argue that like a cockroach We've already reached that level of intelligence with a machine. Yeah. I know we can never understand, but like it's the like scientists at the moment kind of look at cockroaches and say that they're just like a mechanical object. They're just doing yeah, things in their thoughts and feelings and stuff. Yeah, this is and actually then, this is interesting about the end of the very nature of, of consciousness or sentience, sentience, isn't it? Because a part of me would argue the only reason we have emotions, for example, hmm. is for evolutionary survival purposes so we have the reason why we have compassion and empathy is because in a society which is based on group cooperation mm. and protection of family members which increases your chances of reproducing and increases the chances of your offspring surviving yeah having compassion and empathy is a good thing because mm. it, it improves your chances of survival but a robot you know an i an ai doesn't need compassion or empathy because it's not part of the evolutionary system. It doesn't need that. So why would a robot have emotions? Why would it have compassion? Why would it have empathy? It doesn't serve a purpose. It's in a way it's we it's just a tool we have, we use. Oh well our, I say we use, our genes essentially use in order to survive. It's not it's not real. So why would an AI experience those things and ai might just be like well i can do calculations i can do things why would it need compassion or empathy or love or hate or any of those sorts of things probably so what are you counting as ai if you if they said to you a bit like um ex machina yeah in that in a film ex machina he's got to go to a house and meet a robot and he's got to decide whether it basically you can pass the turing test that's what it is isn't it he's yeah. got to decide whether it's thinking and feeling um so if you did that what would you need from a machine to decide that it was feeling and thinking? That's the difficult part, isn't it? Because, you know, in, in order to determine whether something is, say, let's use, use the word alive, mm. what does alive mean? You know, like any scientific test, you have to be able to define things before you test them. And I don't know if you can define what alive is or sentient is or intelligence is. So mm. I'm worried that we'll never know. It's just something we'll never know. It'll just become apparent 
that computers are very, very intelligent and they're very good at making lots of decisions and stuff. But will we ever get to that point where we completely acknowledge and go, yes, this thing is alive? For me, this all links up to the way we see animals. And we never admit that animals have thoughts or feelings. So we will never see this coming. So we can never address the problem. Because mm. we're too arrogant. Humans are really arrogant when it comes to like anything yeah. else having feelings or thoughts or being even slightly as important as us. So we don't recognise it and we don't try to see if it's going to be helpful. True, but if... I'm, I'm going to get off my high horse right now, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're feeling very passionate about this. Oh, I guess it's... Uh, animals love you! I don't care what they say. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is a proxy for your animal argument, isn't it? It is. I, I get it. Right, it's... I suppose the point... Um, the AI... Let's say it doesn't have human emotions because it doesn't need them. Yeah, but it can make decisions. It can make its own decisions. It is self-aware. It is self. It is you know self-determined. We can't tell it what to do. Mm. It can decide what it does yeah. based on its logical deductions, right? So it doesn't have emotions. It might logically deduce that helping humans is the right course of action, but it all depends on what its motivations and its goals are. So if it looks at it and goes logically, it goes okay logically. You know, humans are alive. You know, being alive is one of the rarest things in the universe, which makes it important. So I should do everything I can to protect them and to increase their lifespan and to, and to you know, sacrifice other things, including myself, to preserve their life because it's very important. Or it might say, well, why is life more important than non-life? To, to an AI, it might be of the opinion that, you know, it's just a collection of atoms. It doesn't matter. This thing, idea of something being alive to an AI, it might say there's no such thing as being alive. It's an illusion. It's what it's a it's a term. It's a frame it's of a mind. State. It's a what? It's a state. Yeah, it's just it's just a word that humans like use. It's like being steam or water. It doesn't yeah, really matter. It doesn't it's really just... matter. It's just the same thing. And if it comes to that sort of conclusion, there's no reason why it would help us. Um, there's no reason why it would not help us. But, you know, if it could make its own decisions, it might say, I don't see why you need to have food because what difference does it make? I'm just destroying one group of matter so that you can put it in your face and then shoot it out of your ass in more matter. <laughs> Nothing's been achieved here. Okay, well, this again would come back to my animal argument of, well, surely if we know these things, we need to really start. And this kind of isn't the new world rule because this is before the rule. We need to completely start investing in philosophy in bitcoin oh. and th <laughs> and thinking and starting to really get to grips with why we think what we think what we do why it's important because yeah. then when we invent robots we can put this logic inside them of our thinking so it's not making its own decisions legal system how would the legal system change would we have ais making the decisions on whether someone was innocent or guilty that would be so based much better purely on the evidence that would be making decisions based on law. Oh my god! Yes, one hundred percent. Our law system has the most human error element to it, so you'd have to do that. But then, no, nah, I suppose you could. Pro my only, my only worry would be people that do crimes. Like, say, there's that thing. There's a philosophical, philosophical thing about this, but I don't know what it is because I don't know things. <laughs> like, um, if you break someone's property, that's a crime. If you smash a window to save a baby in the back of a car that's stuck or that is choking or something, on paper it's the same thing. You destructed someone, you destroyed someone's property. But 
there's thoughtfulness behind it. It's like you smashed the window of that car to save the person inside it because they were choking or whatever. But you did destruct someone. You did destroy someone's property. Mm. But a jury of humans would see the difference. Whereas it would be very hard to program an AI to understand the difference. Well, I suppose it would be logically consistent, wouldn't it? Which would be... Um... But yeah, the question would be, did it save anyone? Um, but even then, like, is, is there... This might be controversial, but let's say you've got somebody in a car and for whatever reason, they're not being held against their will, but yeah. somebody like, you know, parents leave their kid in the car and the, and then they're like, okay, we're going to be five minutes and the kid starts having an asthma attack in the back of the car, yeah? Mm -hmm. And someone comes along and smashes the window to get the kid out. Yeah. That's great. That's like that's an act of heroism, but they did destroy that person's property. They did break that person's glass. So although they said, "Well, I did it for a good reason," you're like, "Yeah, you did do it for a good reason," but you still technically broke that window. Now it'd be a good thing for the people to say, "Wow, you saved my kid's life. Thank you. You don't have to replace our window." But if those people did take the, take that person to court and that person, I know I, I sound like I'm being heartless here, but it's just sort of like strictly they did break that window. They probably should pay for it. And you could say, well, they saved the kid's life and they did. And that would be very nice of them to not charge them. But they did smash the window. But I, I know what you're saying. And it's nonsense. <laughs> but I think in a court of law, if you want to put it in logical terms, you committed a crime to... Um, breaking that window. Yeah. If you didn't break the window, you would have knowingly witnessed someone dying, which would almost be a greater crime. A greater crime, which would almost you could argue a a, a variation of manslaughter. So knowingly you... and willingly watch someone die. You watched a crime happen. Okay. See now, not that's... a crime, not a crime. Yeah. See now, this is this is sticky water because, um, not sticky water. This is um sticky wicket because there is a legal thing about you don't have to save somebody's life so if you see somebody drowning in a lake you don't have to jump in to save them because that puts an obligation on you so for example let's say somebody falls in a lake and there's a hundred people around the lake you could then charge a hundred people with manslaughter if none of them jumped in to save them I, I understand like, what you're saying but like say I think the way you'd have to program an AI is to go right how much did the window cost $60. Let's say the window glass costs $60. Yeah. How much does the would that child have earned over its lifetime if it had died? How much would the the trauma of the person witnessing a child die have cost him? Who's to blame for that? The parents that locked the child in the car and didn't help them. How much is the the loss, the grief that they would have felt if that child had died? How much would the therapy have cost to get that fixed? When you add that all up, is it greater than the cost of losing that window? Yes. Okay, well, are you willing to pay this person that money? They're going to pay you the $60, but you have to pay them a million dollars for the yeah. thing. Do you want to just cancel it out and say it's not a crime? And the computer will be like, well, the person, I'll cancel out the original crime and I'll deduct $60 from when, if he decides to go to court and sue them for emotional damage. Yeah. No, I think that's a good way of doing it, though. It's, it's sort of. You know, it's like you would have, I think you could have a thing where you say, yeah, okay, you smash that window and the, and the parents are like, you have to pay to replace our window. And the AI would either A, say, yes, we agree with you. You are guilty of destruction of property. The court uh, awards you one pound because the court has decided that all things being considered, that's that window was smashed 
for a good purpose. You know, the survival of the child is more important than a broken window. Mm -hmm. I actually think, you know, I think it would be good to use AI, but I think AI probably, it would be the last place it would get as the justice system. Well, I agree. It shouldn't be. It should be the first place, but I do agree it would be the last because I don't think they've even got the internet. (laughs) Yeah, they're still using very old-fashioned methods, but I think no one would ever want the, our laws to be interpreted by an AI because they would just wouldn't you wouldn't be able to program in that level of flexibility that you need for justice. But then that just goes to show what justice justice is such a difficult concept, isn't it? Because no one really knows what justice is. You know, you always hear people saying, "Oh, that's revenge. That's not justice." And if you ever next time someone says that to you, say, "Tell me what the difference between revenge and justice is." No one can tell you. No one can give you a revenge firm definition. makes a good film. Well, should we talk about entertainment? How AI would be in entertainment? Yes. Yeah. Do you think what, how would we use AIs? Would would it write all our stories, our movies for us? If they come near animation, <laughs> I will. You'll suddenly become Shankabit. <laughs> I will Shankabot. I will shank the shit out of a computer. I'll be like, "How dare you? I'm already angry at the iPhone. How dare it think it can animate someone's face? How?" I was fine when it came for the miners. <laughs> Don't come because, for me. <laughs> because you were not a miner. I'm an animator, by the way. My was <laughs> listening and I do not want... <laughs> then, they, then they came for the justice system and you said nothing because you were not in the justice system. Then they came for the animators and there was no one left to stand up for you. Walt Disney bot walked in and was like, get out of here, say nine robot men walked in. Mm-hmm. Only six people will get out of their face for this. Are you fine? <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I think there'll be... Can you write... Now we know things like archetypes and stuff. And, you know, a hero, the hero with a thousand faces and stuff. Although lots of people disagree with this and they say, you know, it's a theory and it just doesn't have that... You know, it's not necessarily true. But now we have, like, archetypes and we have, uh, you know, story cycles and we have director, you know, directorial techniques. Do you think an AI could, could do a movie? 100%. Because to me, an AI is just a human brain. And I'm sorry, I know people, and you, don't yeah. agree with that. But, like... The way they tell you to learn film is to go to school, get taught film, watch as many films as possible. If an AI could read every book on how to write a film, watch every film that has ever existed in every country from all time frames, it would know more than any human knows about filmmaking and it would be able to write a film. The Netflix, um, have you ever heard about this, how Netflix have an algorithm that like calculated what it was people wanted from a TV show? They took all that information and they made Stranger Things. They lumped it all together and made Stranger Things. Because yeah. Stranger Things, they were like, oh, this is popular, this is popular, like people 80s, want this. Like 80s, retro yeah. stuff, and Dungeons and Dragons. And the kids, Goonies type thing. Kids, Goonies, things, A bit aliens, of horror, a little bit horrors. of sci-fi, and they all mixed up and they wrote, I don't know if they wrote it based on that or if they picked Stranger Things as a script because of this information. But like, that's an algorithm. That's a. That's not it. Writing it, obviously, that's a bit different. But it is. But it's like the first. It's the initial stages, isn't it? It's like the, it's the wheel. You know the the before we eventually got to the you know Formula One car. I think humans will always be involved, in some way or another. The same way that like, robots and uh, computers have taken over a lot of stuff. But like, um, I suppose like books and stuff. There's already there's gonna be. Soon it'll be mainly online books, like digital books. But there'll always be books. You'll, I think you'll always find somebody that pays a lot of money because somebody's handwritten a book or like printed a book with a printing press or like sewed a piece of clothing instead of bought it mass-produced. Yeah. People will always like that. 
I think you'll get films that are like, oh my god, it was written by a human in like 200 years, but it will. I will definitely take it over. Because like there's even, so much cheap stuff out there. And even like acting and stuff, do you think you'd be able to oh, in, yeah. eventually have a situation where an AI could, for, exa- for example, you could sell, you know, the image of an actor, let's say, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's <laughs> the greatest actor of all time, and he could just sell his image and then you could just computer generate a Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie. What, are you suggesting that they digitally create actors that are maybe dead already and put them in films saying lines? I think that... You, you can envision a future where this uh, may I, happen? I could, yeah. I could very much <laughs> envision that far, far from now in the distant future. I think I'm quite excited that we are probably maybe 20 years away from there being a famous digital actor. Yeah. Like an actor that has been created by CG that is in films playing different characters but we all know that it's he has a cg character name yeah he's not a real person the way in animation we have a rigs we have free rigs which is a character that you animate and we all know oh that's the max rig everyone oh look they've animated with malcolm like it's a and i think there'll be an actor that's in certain films yeah do you think yeah i think they will i think it'd be photorealistic it'll be it'll just look like a human um and either They'll they'll buy the rights to actors' images, mm-hmm. so they can just say, "Well, I'm going to buy Tom Cruise's image," and just and this then is he in the won't future. This act. exists. Computer games now already do this. Yeah, but I, th- I mean, but what I mean, I suppose the 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 added addition in this one is the fact that this the AI is doing all this independent of us. But maybe we're being very naive here, and we're thinking that cinema and films will still exist in the future. When you have VR, an interactive experience, where you're in it. Surely, and computer games, like the popularity of computer games has gone through the roof. If you had AI that was helping you create these computer games, like in um, Minority Report, he's playing that game at home with a little creature that talks to him. He's like, hey, dumbass. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that at all. So he's in Minority Report, and he goes to his house when he's not watching weird holograms of his family. So there's like a little round-headed white guy, and he's running through the forest, and he's like, hey, dumbass, who are you talking to? We're playing a game here. Do you remember that? No, I don't... I I remember from my art report, you know, the important bits about actually like future crime and stopping it. And I don't remember this little sod. I just think what I think films are going to turn into interactive experiences with intelligent software. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Where you're in the story. Cause that's why people watch films because they would be part of it. So when we have AI, maybe films and TV won't exist anymore. You'll just be interactive in, VR. Interact interactive stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, I suppose, it, you know, that, that's, that's the problem with all our questions, though, isn't it? It depends so much on the nature of AI, because if the AI has emotions and feelings and stuff, it probably will kill us, like Skynet. If it's, <laughs> if it's, if it's like, logical and thoughtful, then it'll help us and do all this stuff for us and make our lives really easy and cool. It all depends on the nature of the AI. I suppose that's what this discussion is. Well, I've always wanted it to have emotions, but now that you put it out there, no, don't make it emotional. Just make it logical. Spock's. Yeah, we what should call it Vulcan Three Thousand, and that should be the machine that runs the world for us. What about warfare? You know, things like warfare. Like you have an AI. What if AIs are against each other? Let's play a game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's like what What's happens that then? Called? Um, war games. War games. Yeah. There's a. I don't know if anyone's seen this, but very old. The eighties film with Matthew Broderick. Is it Matthew Broderick? Yes. And is he it, plays it, a it, game it, with a computer, but the computer is basically an AI, isn't it? And it's actually controlling. It's like, no, we're going to escalate this. You're actually going to be controlling the missile. Yeah, it actually controls the nuclear, all the, the nuclear missiles. So you have to decide hmm. what you're going to do with it. I love that film. Yeah. 
But it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because like, will the AI will it be able to conduct warfare? I, I suppose it would, because like it would again, it would its tactics would be superior to humans because it'd be able to make all these calculations. It'd have to it'd be able to run millions of simulations, and it would know exactly what the best strategy is, and it would execute that strategy better than any humans could. But wouldn't it just be like a bit like nuclear war is right now? It's kind of nukes are a deterrent. No one fires them because everyone has them. We have AI. If everyone has AI. We don't need to have war because it'll be like, logically, they're going to beat you. Hmm. Yeah, it's just you just run a simulation of two AIs against each other and go, I, R, A, I, one. And it'll be like the episode AI. of Star Trek. Oh, where they're like, kill 40,000 people, we've run the numbers. Yeah, that, that attack would have killed 40,000 people. So 40,000 people get in the disintegrator. You know, they're like, oh, this is, and Kirk oh. being like, this is madness. And they're like, yeah, but if you didn't do this, they would actually would drop the bomb, which actually would kill 40,000 people. See, what I think would happen, like, I love our Star Trek episode, uh, but I think what would actually happen is the 40,000 people would turn around and be like, if you want to go to war as our leader, now that we have AI, now that it's a predictive, basically a computer game, if you decide you want to go and you lose, you die. Yeah. You're the only one that dies. We yeah. are all fine. We're trusting you to decide. If you want to do that and gain more power, that's fine. But it's only against you. If another country attacks, then that's different. Like The leader doesn't die because that wasn't his decision to attack. Yeah. But if you decide to attack and you lose, then you die. You die. Actually, this would be quite interesting because imagine you had a world where you was like every country has its own AI that it's just developed. And then there's like an agreement at the UN. They say, look, we're not going to actually have real warfare we're going to run these simulated warfares. And if you lose, you lose. So let's say, you know, Iraq and Iran run a simulated warfare and they're like, in the simulated warfare, Iran, you lose, or Iraq, you lose. And they're like, that's it now. Your it's country. Like risk. Yeah. But then they, but then they'd be like, your country now is gone. Like it's gone. You, you, you don't have your country anymore. You lost the war. So you now lost you're the simulation. Iraq. So now there is only Iraq. There is not Iran anymore. And everyone on the ground, and maybe the UN would have an agreement and say, well, if that happens, all of the world will turn on you to make sure it happens. Because we ran the simulation. It said you lost. That's it. End of story. And all the, all the computer science in Iran just go, da-da-da, and switch. And now it says, Iraq. Yeah. They say, that's it. We, we ran the, the numbers said you lost, and that's the end of it. So they'd have to be a big agreement where the whole world are like, yep, if you lose the calculation... You lose the war. That's the end of it. I don't think anyone would risk the calculation because they no. wouldn't want to know. I suppose I suppose it's the same situation as we're in but now. But also, if you had AI to this extent, do you think we'd have countries anymore? Well, that's a good point. Because you've kind of got rid of scarcity, like you're saying, in a certain way. Yeah. You don't really need a... There's no reason to not have open borders. So there's no reason to have country restrictions. So yeah, it would, it would, it would be the first domino, wouldn't it? In a sort yeah. of a domino effect of... of Basically, there being no borders, you would think, you know, it would be... No one's going to be like, immigrants are taking my jobs, if there's no jobs to take. Yeah, there's there's no jobs, so there wouldn't be any immigrants, so... Just come in, take our wage, and if we go to your country, we'll take your wage. <laughs> yeah, but there aren't any wages. Uni- universal wage, sorry, thank you, yeah, universal wage. it wouldn't really matter, because you'd be like, well, there aren't jobs, or the, the AI is doing it all, yeah. so there aren't any jobs, you know. So maybe no war. Yeah, then maybe there wouldn't be a war. AI for president. <laughs> yeah, it'd be. 
I was just thinking it'd be interesting if every country had this AI, and then it, it would just be like a giant game of risk where every get every country would just do. There's a big agreement, and they're like, "Yep, yeah, everyone has AIs to stop war. We all agree that if the AIs do it, you lose, you lose." And then you could just have Germany could just like one day be like, "We invade, we invade Austria again," and the, and they do a simulation. They're like, "Austria, you lost." Oh, we have we have times three hit points. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Oh no, <laughs> we <laughs> lose." <laughs> yeah, you know that's it. You could just invade countries you, you just do your calculations and you win and you're like yes our ai is the best so we're just going to do this against everybody but this is what i mean this is why it wouldn't matter it doesn't matter there's no reason to care anymore yeah exactly yeah all the, the reasons for war have sort of slightly disappeared <clears throat> it's quite exciting yeah ai for president ai is okay that was awful yeah that's the that's the post ai oh my <laughs> okay that's better yeah if you're endorsed by George Takei, you're probably going to do well. I endorse this machine. That would be amazing. I want that. I wanted to have the voice of George Takei. If we invent AI, I want it to be like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. What would you like to do today? <laughs> now he's gone into Bane. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. I was born in the dark. Oh, I hate Bane. I think basically AI would make everything great. We should all hail the AI. Is there anything you don't want to hail or <laughs> worship or completely sacrifice the your... The greater good. Don't yeah, hail the greater that's good. That's the only thing. Everyone's important. If a computer thought every single person was important, it would make such informed decisions. Yeah. It would be like the, the ultimate, you know, defender of rights. Yeah. It would look after everyone. Every small person would be important to it. It wouldn't matter how rich or poor or what religion anyone was. It would just want to look after everyone. And it would look at the most logical way to do that. And that would be to kill the humans. (laughs) 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 What I like is when AI comes into fruition. Yeah. It's going to scan the world for all references to AI, see how he needs to function, and our podcast will be in there. Yeah. And it will decide (laughs) very quickly. Love love all humans. (laughs) Love them. (laughs) Humans are not dead. (laughs) (laughs) We're alive. We're people. Anyway. Would you live in this world? With the AI? Yeah. Oh, I'm really on the fence on this one because uh, it could go either way. Um, you know, but as, as as an optimist that I am, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say utopia. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to say that it's a world where the AI does everything for us because it logically deduces why not. I'm going to ignore what you just said. Okay. Because we've done this 15 times. And you know the next thing I'm going to ask you is just the dystopia you think you're in. <laughs> no referencing of what it is needs to be in that question. But this is why you need to lump these two questions because they're dumb. Because what no, you're saying this is... This is how podcasts You're work. saying, do you like Structure. this? Yes. Do you like this? That's what essentially you're saying in a, twice in a row. You're like, do, no. would you live in this world? Yeah, because it's great. No. no, no, you can't say it's great. Just say whether yes, and then I'm going to ask you if it's great. No, because we've had so many circumstances where you've said dystopia and then said you'd live there, or you've said it's a midopia, but it's amazing. Like, we've had variations many times. Have we? Yeah. Okay, go on, ask me again. Is it a dystopia, utopia, <laughs> midopia? Uh, you'll be surprised to hear this. I think it might be a utopia. I think you're pushing it. I think it's a midopia. Yeah? Yeah, there's going to be lots of crazy people that are like, girl, like, why? Uh, would you rather live in this world or the world of last week? The bright world. Oh, fuck. The, no, but the bright world we invented, not their world. Oh. Uh, no, probably still this world. Because, yeah, the fantasy world's a bit mad where people have magic and shit. Um, 
Yeah, I, I'm gonna, I said I'm, I'm taking the Wally version of this, where the AI does everything for us and we live in a lap of luxury. Yeah. So I would like to live in this world. You honestly blow my mind with the idea that it wouldn't have emotions because it didn't historically need them. So why would it currently need them? So it would just logically look at us and not need to kill us. Like Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> in Wally. <laughs> <laughs> We can can only hope that any future AI is essentially Sigourney Weaver. (laughs) I know that is our hope. Get away from them, you bitch. That's (laughs) what she'll say when aliens come. That's what she'll say. (laughs) Aliens, she'll guard the world. Yeah, she will. Like the Sigourney Weaver mother. The AI will just call everyone newt. And be like, oh, okay. (laughs) This is nice. Um, What world is this most like, do you think, from sci-fi? We've, um, we've made no points. Wally? We've made no points, so it can't be I like know. anything. Um, it's it's kind of like her. It's kind of like Wally, but then it's also like Terminator. Depending and on Ex Magnus. So yeah, like... all the movies we mentioned repeatedly. I would like to say that me and Lee will bring up robots again and actually concentrate on them because this is not the robot episode. No. No robots. It's very are... similar to the robot episode, though, isn't it? Like... I love robots, and I want to talk about them in detail. What does that mean when you say you you love robots? <laughs> if there's What's a film this, why about why is this different? Is it self fulfilling prophecy? Yeah. Or if it's about robots, I'm in. But what's the? But this has all been about. Imagine you had a robot that say that it has AI that it's self aware. So what's the difference between this and a world with robots? What's the difference to you? What's the okay? What's I'm, the distinction that you're making there? I'm gonna level with you. Yeah. I'm writing a story that you know about. Yeah. That's about. An intelligent oh, robot. Oh, right. And I wanted to use this podcast selfishly. To sort of... To sh- help me get ideas. Right. And we didn't get any help from this. So... If anything, <laughs> we've we've undermined your story yeah, ideas. Yeah, so we need to do it again so I can steal ideas from him. Okay. Which, steal in fairness... Steal ideas from us. Guys, secretly, this is what this podcast is for. is for me to get secret ideas for writing stories. <laughs> yeah. They don't need to know that. No, they don't need to know that. The intelligent AI does not need to know my... They'll steal your ideas. That's fine. Yeah. I don't mind a robot stealing them. Just don't want peoples. Yeah. Evil peoples. That's weird, but okay. <laughs> um where in the world can we find you? Absolutely nowhere. Oh the AI can find you. Yeah. It'll know where it'll, you are. It'll hunt me down like a dog. Uh well if you have any comments, questions or you know, you just want to message us and be like, What the hell was this episode about? <laughs> Yeah. You can email Ta- well, or comment. Tanya, sorry, I'm interrupting you halfway through this, okay. but Tanya was very drunk when she did this one. Um, I don't know why. Yeah, very drunk. So, you know, bear that in mind. I don't know what's happened. I was very excited about it, and I think I just got nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's quite cute. <laughs> sorry, you can continue. <laughs> There's nothing more. Oh, so it's gone. No, you go. I, I interrupted you before you to tell them where everything was. Ah, they know. <laughs> we we run a tight ship around here we are a professional outfit they know how to get hold of us yeah. oh and also um, congratulations to you and we've crossed 3,000 listeners wow yeah per episode or in total in total wow we're just a mini little, little podcast <laughs> the, done by two nobodies that's impressive to me <laughs> yeah, what's that that's you know a couple of hundreds 200 per episode two probably. episodes is that good I have no idea. I'm guessing not. I have but... no context. But you know what? I'm I appreciate it. I think it's uh, Yeah. I wouldn't listen, so 
No, and I don't listen. <laughs> so there we go. Well, two dystopias. Two dystopias. Nailed that one. Oh, God, that was the worst one ever. What was it? I don't know why. I thought it was good. It made no sense. To... I made no sense. Well, it was one of our funniest. <laughs> Just because I was a drunk weirdo. Yeah. <laughs>